Hey there, so excited that you're here with me today, Jesus. He's preparing us to live with Him that day. And He is asking us to live in heaven on the earth, right? When the disciples asked how to pray, He said, Pray that Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so He's teaching us how to fit in His kingdom. So let's acknowledge Him, Jesus. Thank you for teaching us your way. We're so excited that you want us to live in your kingdom right here, right now, and that you're calling us to show the way for you, to make the way for you, to show the people how good you are and how to live in your kingdom right here and right now on the earth. We love you and praise you, give you all the glory. And so I'm going to read to you, actually, um, well, let's start with Proverbs 18.16. This is an Amplified Classic Bible. A man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great men. And so God has been just speaking to this to me enormously lately. Your gift will make room for you. Your gift will make room for you. Your gift will make room for you. And so what he's trying to tell us is, you know, in Matthew 6, Jesus said, you can't serve two masters. Stop worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear. The Father takes care of the birds, won't he take care of you? Oh, you of little faith, stop living like the heathen, those who don't know God. And we live that way. We live as if we aren't living as if we're not his, because we really don't know how to live in the kingdom. We're trying to fit in the world. And Jesus is saying, fit into the kingdom. Does the kingdom fit you? That's what we've been saying. Does the kingdom way fit you? Examine yourself. How are you living? Are you living according to the kingdom principles? James 2.15, if a brother or sister is poorly clad and lacks food for each day, and one of you says to him, goodbye, keep yourself warm and well fed, without giving him the necessities of the body, what good does that do? And so there's there's more than one way to look at this. You know, we can just look at it as it says, you know, if somebody needs food and you're not giving them food, why not? And really, that is the basic of this. If somebody needs something and you don't give it to them, even though you have it, um, verse 17 is saying, where's your faith? Faith, if it does not have works, deeds, and actions of obedience to back it up, by itself is destitute of power, inoperative, and dead. So let me read it again. And if one of you says to him, verse 15 actually, if a brother or sister is poorly clad and lacks food for each day, and one of you says to him, goodbye, keep yourself warm and well fed, without giving him the necessities of body, what good does that do? And so often, how does that work? Are we thinking we don't have enough to share? And so verse 17 says, if you don't have faith to give, really, um, so faith, if it does not have works, if you don't have that action, deeds and actions of obedience to back it up, by itself is destitute of power, inoperative, and dead. So in other words, your faith is dead. You have no faith if you can't give food to the person who needs food. Where is your faith? You don't have any. It's inoperative and dead, and you can't please Father without faith. So now I'm going to take this into a different place, which is where God wants to talk about today. And we were just talking about Matthew 6. Jesus says, stop worrying about your life. Isn't it have more meaning than worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear? Oh, you of little faith. 
your father even takes care of the birds. So isn't he going to take care of you? Oh, you have little faith? Of course he is. But we have to live according to his principles. Luke 6.38 says, Give, and I'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, He said, Seek first his kingdom, his righteousness, and everything you need will be added to you. So in the kingdom, what you need is going to be added to you. You're not supposed to be running after it, but we run after it because we're worried about our life, what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear, and we don't have faith. We don't have faith to give. And what Jesus is saying today is your gift makes room for you. If you give of your gift, if you give that thing, not only food and the necessities that somebody you run into needs, but your gift... We were all given a gift. We were created to do His work. We, cre- we were created to do that greater work. If some of us can sing, and some of us do instruments, some of us can teach. Whatever your gift is, you are to be giving it away. You're, you're to be using your hands to give of your gift, to give to those in need of what you have. Somebody needs what you have. Somebody needs what you have. And if you're not giving that, then you don't have faith. You don't have faith to live in the kingdom. You know, and the thing that stops us is, well, what am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? And what am I going to wear? If if I'm giving away my gift, how am I going to support my family? Keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. You have to have that revelation knowledge from Jesus. I can't tell you the answer to that. I, I can't be Jesus for you. But we have to take the word and examine it and compare our lives to it. Are we fitting into the kingdom? Are we trying to make the kingdom fit into our world? Are we trying to tell Jesus what to do? Are we asking him for things that aren't going to happen because we aren't doing his principles. We have what we need. We talked about yesterday of calling those things to be not as though they were. We have his creative power in us to do his work, but we have to follow all of his principles. And he's saying right here so clearly, if you don't give what's needed to that person who needs what you have, your gift, then you don't have faith because you're worried about you. This is very interesting. In Ephesians 4, verse 28, well, verse 27, don't give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give to him who is in need. And God is showing me what he's talking about is when you work with your hands, you're doing your gift, and then you will have what that person needs. The gift that he put on the inside of you is what you're supposed to give. And what he's saying is if we're not doing that, we're stealing. We're really stealing from God. We're, we're stealing from the kingdom of God and how it, it shows love. Because give, and it'll be given unto you. Give, and it'll be given unto you. When I was working, God asked me to quit my job, and I said, i got to get out of debt first. And he said, your job is keeping you in debt. Because God's way is higher than our way. His way is to give. Can you imagine living in heaven, 
and having to get a job so that you can give to others? No, in heaven, you're going to give what you have. You're going to give that thing that God gave you to give. You're going to give it away, and by your giving, you're going to have your, your needs met. And that's the word I have for you today. It's pretty simple. His way is different. We're not living in his kingdom. We're not living in heaven on the earth because we still have a mindset of things that we got to work. We have to, we have to go out and get a job and we have to get money. And I'm not saying we don't need money, but God has a different way. And I can't tell you your answer but to seek and keep on seeking, knock, seek his way of doing and being right. And know that he needs to interpret the word for you. You know, so much of the time, I think people just, they hear something, and then they think it, and they even repeat it. And so everybody's saying it, but really, is that what Jesus said? He's saying here to work your gift, work with your hands. So when you're working with your hands, you're doing that thing that you're good at. And you know that, I just want to mention that too. When you're doing what he called you to do, it's fun. It's, you have contentment, you have peace, and you have joy. You know that you're living in his kingdom, and you know that your needs are met, and you're not always sure how that's going to happen. You might not get a check from week to week, but God will meet your needs in ways that you never thought of. So I'm not telling you what to do, except that seek Keep on seeking, knock, and the door will be open to you. Seek his way of doing and being right. And you know that his kingdom is about love. And love is about giving. Give, and it'll be given unto you. Press down, shaken together, and running over. Revelation 3.19. He corrects those he loves. He dearly and tenderly loves you, and so he's going to correct you. He's going to show you the truth. And he wants you to be ready. He wants you to be living in his kingdom right here on the earth so that he can bless you, so that you can live that good life, and so that you can prepare the way for him. Show how wonderful he is, how good it is to live in his kingdom. Just keep, you know, it's not going to even happen overnight because you got to keep seeking, keep getting revelation knowledge, being open for him to correct you. Be open for him to correct you. And just go ahead, humble yourself, and do what he said. And don't worry about your life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear, and where you're going to live. Just trust him. Just trust him. That's all you got to do. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said that he will come and live on the inside of us if we heed his voice. So if you're willing to heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And then he's going to teach you how to live in his kingdom right here on the earth, how to do that thing that seems impossible, how to let go of your way of doing what you think is right, your way of doing and being right and do it his way, seeking his way of doing and being right. He is going to give you that revelation knowledge you need. He is going to be living on the inside of you there all the time to teach you and to guide you. I'd love to say that prayer with you. If you want to say it with me, let's do that. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to live on the inside of us, and we're willing to heed your voice, and we're inviting you in. We're inviting you in. We just we want to do it your way. We thank you and praise you for teaching us and helping us to go ahead and live in your kingdom 
right here and right now to get out on the water and just trust you. We thank you and praise you. We love you. We give you all the glory in your name. Amen. So if you said that prayer, he is living on the inside of you. And when you heed his voice, John 14, 21 says, when you obey him, then you're going to hear him. And he's going to be there. He's going to be there for you all the time. You just commit to him and he'll help you. He'll teach you to do what seems too hard. So thank you so much for listening today and God bless you.